strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super Frieza left Namek with only five minutes remaining before an explosive finish. And Martin Luther King was still beyond the grave. Will Goku be able to bring him back to life so that all races may come and sit together at a table of plenty? Find out this week on Falling Out Super. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the year looking at what U.S. government agencies who helped murder Martin Luther King <laughs> is gonna tweet about how much they love Martin Luther King. We got the FBI, we got ICE, we got the government in all forms just getting dunked on by cool teens. Hey guys, welcome back to Ballin' Out Super! Super! With you as always, I am your host, Katie Rose Leon, and with my fateful friend for life, Alex Patek. Yo, shout out to Martin. And cool guy. Martin. I wish he was around. Lawrence and King Jr. And no, did not Jeremy David Twidey. Hello, everybody. It's me, David Twidey. You probably know me from not being Jeremy. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> and got- I would just I just want to give a quick shout out to all the brave men and women at Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. Uh, for their (laughs) long-enduring commitment to racial justice. (laughs) Thank you all so much for everything that you do. I love it. There's one group that needs to be rounded up and thrown somewhere it can't escape, and that's ignorance. Cop Cop Twitter is the funniest fucking shit on the planet to me. Oh, yeah. Like, it is... You know, you see, like, you know how, like, old people always text with, like, a lot of ellipses? Like, cop Twitter is, they really think they've done something here, you know? That's how that whole, like, boxes of rocks things happen, because uh, one of each individual department in New York has their own Twitter, and they're all like, someone put these boxes of rocks out at Antifa. Wonder who? <laughs> well, yeah, tactically located stones found around the neighborhood. Yeah. But the thing about uh, cop Twitter is, at least in big cities, if you see a police officer at any given moment, odds are they are texting or they're on their phone doing something. And you always wonder what it yeah, is. Just... And it must be flame warring. They're, they're, <laughs> like they're blogging teens. all day. I want. There's. Sh- I want sharing Dan Crenshaw videos. Let's get get on there. What, what's Cop Tumblr like? Oh man. Well, it is Cop Tumblr. <laughs> I am now. bisexual. I have killed a child. <laughs> I am valid. Because they banned all sex workers off of there, which I was like, what do you think Tumblr was? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so it is just Cop Tumblr. It's just like. I love talking about my feelings and about the problematic use of ableist language and also fuck all sex workers. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, when the the cops like got a milkshake from Shake Shack that tasted weird and then they gave yes. them a press conference where they were like, 
the cops have diarrhea and then they were like <laughs> they were like then a couple days later it's like let us correct the record no one had diarrhea and it's like wait, so nothing happened well the thing is when they were like we got a shake at shake shack and we got diarrhea everyone's like yeah (laughs) have you not gone to shake shack like the system works what you thought that it was just gonna be fine if you just poured dairy concrete into your body well what happened i think this was right after the antifa milkshake craze last Mm -hmm. year where people believed there were milkshakes filled with concrete used against our boys in blue and so they went and they ordered a concrete at Shake Shack and then assumed I think there's something in this I think they're trying to put the concrete inside well at that point it's like it it feels like it's almost like the milkshakes are doing this now like (laughs) (laughs) where it's like the the guns don't kill people thing but it's the opposite it's like the problem is these milkshakes well I people don't give people diarrhea milkshakes give people diarrhea it is like tumblr internet culture thing where it'd be like Dogs are bisexual, and so is iced coffee. And it's like uh, milkshakes are inherently antifa, so they are <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I feel like we miss out on a lot of uh, cool aesthetics and symbolism to uh, fashy people. And I'm glad we have milkshakes. Yeah, we I got think milkshakes them back. are a strong. There was on. a really, there was a really great moment on Twitter like a few weeks ago, I, I, or or it was either a few weeks ago or 30 years ago. I don't know. But that, right, or 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, Last you know week, that, today, yeah, three years ago. That, it was 1980. This was very early Twitter. But, uh, it was 40 years ago. But uh, uh, it was that, that dipshit Ian Miles Chong, who I just like, I can't who is that? figure that. He's the dude who's like, he's like an alt-right guy who lives in Malaysia. And it's like, what is your, why, why do you even have skin he, in the game? He cut his teeth on Gamergate. Right, uh, journalism, quote unquote, <laughs> and then had a knack for harassing women, and then like doubled down and found his niche. So he complains about the American alt right circuit. But as David pointed out, he lives in Southeast Asia, so it's like, what do you care <laughs> yeah, what like, Joe Biden's up like to? No reason. It's like just pick a country you've never been to before and be like really into their local politics. But uh, so there was a. There was like Joe Biden went to Dairy Queen and got a blizzard and did the blizzard thing where you hold it upside down. down. And then uh, and Ian Miles Chong like retweeted that with like a question mark. And it's like, if you were here, man, you would fucking know what that is. If you lived here, you would understand that this is a Dairy Queen thing. But I love that Dairy Queen is now sinister is like linked to Antifa in the same way that all pizza is like a pedophile thing. Right. You know what? Well, maybe if you didn't know about the Dairy Queen tradition of holding your ice cream upside down, you just think you were proving that your ice cream was filled with concrete yeah. in a failed assassination. <laughs> yeah, no, that picture was taken right before Joe Biden hurled that at a cop. <laughs> uh, he hurled it at old Pop Pop well, in his Listen, game. man, fuck 12. <laughs> I eat pigs for breakfast so, every I day. I think there's an important question on the table here that we're not asking. Um... David, we have many Davids on this show, and I was wondering if you would like to do a campaign speech on why you are superior to the other Davids. Because the Um, fans in the Discord, they have a lot of money on various Davids, and I just feel like you're an underdog in the David race, and I'm here to give you a platform to raise your David voice. Can we we just... 
Can we just flesh out who's in this we David got- race? If you're listening to the show and you 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 know you're used to the normal formula of me and Katie and Jeremy, and you're wondering why are every single one of our guests named David? <laughs> that's what needs to happen for you to come yeah. on the show. You need to either be named David or just generally <laughs> Jewish. And we will give we'll platform you. We want to see who it is. But there is David Spector, David Twitey, David Citric are all regular guests on the show, mm-hmm. and they're all each more desirable than the last. <laughs> Wait, which order did and you to put compare it? them? It, it, it doesn't matter what order <laughs> I put it. But what matters is we have to compare them. We have to yeah. contrast. We have to measure our apples to apples and Davids to Davids. And David, I want to hear why you're the David to take home tonight. I mean, I don't know. Like those are those are both. Uh, outstanding davids those are like among my favorite <laughs> davids and i don't really want to say that much bad about them but yeah i mean just i'll take a statue of those two i'll buy that for a dollar but i uh <laughs> i i just wanted to i guess uh if i i want to campaign i want this to be a positive campaign okay, yeah, i respect that so i want, would rather discuss my strengths than their weaknesses mm, mm, um focus so on the here's what i bring to the table okay. one have had sex before wow two that's that's huge i have a letterbox to count what's it like (laughs) alex is waiting for second marriage it's like warm apple pie uh (laughs) on your penis (laughs) yeah but on your penis that's it yeah um you ever just look at a pie and you think how's it taste down under very patriotic (laughs) and i like that yeah uh you know it's like it's like a lot of kinds of warm pie uh, though like it doesn't have to be right. apple it could okay. be could be any kind yeah. box it stings a, little a nice bit. rhubarb yeah, that's when the party's getting started um okay so uh yeah i have a letterbox to count which I, I I can prove it to you if you go to murder. I could see David Spector with a letterbox if, account. If you go to Murder Dad sixty nine on letter, Letterbox, <laughs> you can find my reviews. I gave a lot of I give like one and a half star reviews to a lot of movies. Can you pull one up? Pull one up. Uh, okay, yeah. Let's see what I got here. <laughs> we have time. We got nothing but time, baby. <laughs> Do you have anything anime adjacent you've reviewed? Uh, I watched Soul. Oh. Yeah, that's that animated. It's animated, yes. I uh, it, here's a question. I haven't seen it, but it seems like it was made by white people. Um, I don't know, man. I what like does that mean. I, like, <laughs> made by DreamWorks? Does that count? Uh, no, it's Pixar. Uh, Pixar. I'm sorry. But I think I would be. I mean, those movies are such a production at this point because I think that the uh, I think that the uh, director is a white guy, but I feel I mean, like they had to hire someone. But I feel like they I, like at least brought in like a quality control person to make sure no one said the n word in the movie <laughs> or something. Because that's a great job if you can get it. <laughs> But I enjoyed it. it. I ate an edible and I watched it and it was very pretty to look at. Okay, here's my one and a half star review of Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, it's Sure, that's an anime. Uh, it's not a good sign when your movie keeps reminding me of a better movie. It's a worse sign when that better movie is Wishmaster from 1997. They bring up Woo! Wishmaster in that movie. There's a Wishmaster in the movie. The bad guy is a Wishmaster. Oh. What is well, a Wishmaster? Wish one is wish okay, master. but I have seen for some reason like seven Wishmasters, and you really, really only need one Wishmaster. They really skimped on the special effects budget after the first one. 
there's like some of the special effects in that movie are literally just cutting away and then cutting back and something so is Alex, different. So Alex Wishmaster Did... is a movie about mm-hmm. a genie who is bad, aka mm-hmm. the oh, Wishmaster. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, he's a bad yeah, guy? Yeah, it's very, like, yeah. monkey's paw shit, where it's like, oh, you wanted a bigger house. What if you were dead also? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, people keep, people really keep setting him up. They'll be like, I wish I was beautiful forever, and he, like, turns the lady into a statue. Yeah, and it's uh, like, have you never seen Are You Afraid of the Dark him. Lady? Like, what are you doing yeah, here? You, don't fun. come to this wish master asking for things and not expecting ironic down you know, downsides to those things. I, I mean, I feel That's like... That's why we uh, trust Shenron. That's why we stand a dragon wish master. One wish, no about, tricks. All right, baby. If you're, if you're dealing with an evil genie, what would you do? What would you say to trick the evil I genie? I just wouldn't be in that... I want to stay as is. I just, I just no wouldn't changes. be in that position. You know, like... Yeah, don't put yourself Every in that time. position. That's New York yeah, living like, 101. I, a lot of the people, a lot of the people in that movie are just at work but, or whatever. Like he brings the problems. Sorry, if you're on the train, if you're on the subway, you see you a wishmaster, you, you switch have, cars. I mean, that's there's basic always something living. that like invokes the like you can't just like walk into it. Like I'm not. <laughs> if I enter the creepy shop, I'm not like touching anything. If I, you know, just like I'm not going camping in the woods at someone's uncle's left, like estate. Like fuck that. I'm not staying in your yeah. house overnight, and I'm not reading the incantation out of the leather book with a face, and I'm not rubbing the lamp. Like I'm just leaving. This sounds. Sorry. These all sound to me for like rationalizations. Uh, I think, <laughs> I think that like you can say this would never happen to me. But it, when you're confronted by a wishmaster, no one really expects that. That's true. That. I feel like I'm more right. likely. You don't know what to do until you've been punched in the face or given a wish like, from the wishmaster. I would. I think I would go. I wish that I would beat <laughs> your ass for 15 minutes, and then you would leave me alone. You fucking <laughs> asshole. I wish you had a less master. obnoxious suit on. You piece of shit. You look like you should be. <laughs> I wish you would cut it out with all this wishmaster shit. I just shit. like. You're gonna wish all your teeth were back in your craw after I get through it's with just like the in whooping. Terms of horror tropes. I'm not really worried about wishmasters, but I can see myself getting involved like a hippie murder cult situation. So that's why I have okay. to learn how to shoot a gun. I feel. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some of those that are just mm-hmm. clearly not relevant to my interests. Like if if I'm dealing with a mummy, <laughs> then like <laughs> we're already like. At a very advanced stage Here's of that situation, and it's not really my responsibility. Question, <laughs> what if that mummy was driving a Gundam? What if the mummy was... Don't answer that, David. She's referring to our bonus episodes of G Gundam. Subscribe to Ball and Super on Patreon.com. Mumdom? What if it was a mummy-themed Gundam? It's a Gundam! Was a mummy. Driving the mummy Gundam. Well, a okay, now this is problem a... we all run into. <laughs> It'd be like if you drove a David-shaped Gundam. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite shit when villains are like, 
what if the planet was shaped like my face or like <laughs> old Joker, like in the comics from the 60s, he drives the Joker mobile, which is just a car shaped like his fucking face. Like, yeah, that's, right. that's no twisted, good. bro. That's a, that's a, that's like a, a placeholder idea that never got updated. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is a lot of the 1960s Batman series is like. What's this guy? Uh, egg, egg man. He's egg guy. He likes eggs. He's, he's full of eggs. <laughs> I love that shit. He's, uh, he's got them. He wants more. But I just love it when they're he likes eggs. When they're like this vehicle or this house looks like my face. <laughs> just wanted to look like my face. Well, and it's like, well, it's one of those things like with with comic book villains. It's sort of a similar thing to like pro wrestling gimmicks, mm. where it's like you'll see stuff in wrestling where you're like. How could they possibly have ever thought that this was going to work? But then you have, like, The Undertaker, who's, like, an undead wizard guy who also has a job at the cemetery. And he's, like, one of the most popular characters of all time. Right. So, like, and, like, Catwoman, who saw that coming? It's like, she's a lady, but she loves cats. I mean, I guess it is an extension of the Batman concept. But, like, why was that such a hit, you know? Uh, I think it's also just cats are like feminine in a I way. I think and so it was like a hot lady in a latex suit. I think yeah, I think yeah. Eartha Kitt did a lot of the heavy I lifting. I think a on lot of one. the kink uh, did the driving on that one. That's true. Well, <laughs> call me Megan the Stallion, but I gotta back this up. Because um, <laughs> body yaddy yaddy. David, was that your entire soul review <laughs> or yes. uh, Wonder Woman review? Was there more? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I have, I like how terse it was. And concretely written. Listen, and if you if you follow Andrew Durso on Letterboxd, he like writes like multiple paragraphs where it's like <laughs> it takes you on a whole journey, and it's great. But not everyone has time for that. I wrote just a quick review, a quick bite, if you will, just for people on the go. And uh, luckily for us, Andrew Durso is not a David, so we don't have to worry about him beating you out for this spot. Yeah, sure. So. So far in your corner for your positive attributes, we have you have a letterboxed account. Uh-huh. I have had and sex. That you've had sex. Uh-huh. Is that is that it? Um I don't know. I'm like in uh uh I'm like pretty good at staying up late. <laughs> David Citrick's really yeah, good. Yeah, I was about to say. That's true. He's probably got me because he's like actually doing shit when he does that. And he too. also has a gamer chair, and I feel like that implicitly implies a lot of. Okay, well, here's something like, else. He's, it implies a lot of sex. Here's another thing. I've never spent like $400 on a stupid chair. Oh, now this is what uh, I okay. am talking about. This <laughs> knocks David Twidey up in the rankings for me because let me tell I you. It knocks you down for me. I think expensive chairs are I'm cool. sorry I see a gamer chair and I literally feel my organs lurch further inside my body like it's painful for me to look at like David Citrix's my friend and it made me sad when he got that chair it hurt my feelings yeah no I, it's cool it's cool to have a baller chair it's fine I just I think it's really funny that no one will ever tell you how much they spent on it like we tried it we, we were talking doing it on we were, we were talking about it on our podcast yeah. and I can't remember who else was on on that episode but like we spent like five minutes trying to get him to say how much he, he spent on it but he wouldn't i'm gonna look them up i want to see how much these chairs go for 
This is this is not what the day is about. Today is Martin Luther King Day. What's on your list, Alex? <laughs> we have to all celebrate his memory. Oh. Um, I went frisbee they golfing. They seem to be between 169, nice, and 379. Ah, nice. So either way, too much for a chair. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion. I mean, it's a good chair, okay, King. Alex, oh, yeah? I mean, it's is... not like you're getting an office full Alex, of these things. I know things. you love to make a bullet point list so we can stay entertained and light in our, our, our podcasting. Is there anything we, we need to touch on for you to be satisfied in the content factory oh. quality control department? Yeah, what did you guys do for Martin Luther King Day? Uh, I work freelance, so no days off for me, baby. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, it's kind of disrespectful to his memory as a civil rights icon, but I guess if you had to, yeah, you had to. Yeah, well, you know, I uh, happen to work for an industry that is filled with angry white people, some of who stormed the Capitol. So, uh, I think nice. forgot. Right. You knew some people who, you knew some of the Stormies? No, I... Katie works for Robert I E. Lee. Uh, <laughs> my main client is is covering metal for Warner Music Group right now. So, uh, okay. there was a few metal musicians at the state capitol so i had to be like yeah so that that's the thing <laughs> that happened was corn no. there oh i i think i brought this up about last week on our show but uh stormfront like they have music forums and they're really sad they can't listen to corn because of their hispanic descent which i think is great yeah <laughs> Wait, so those are people who love corn, but then were surprised they were Hispanic? Yes. I mean, there's never any short. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Every time that Tom Morello weighs in on anything, there's always someone completely sincere in his comments going like, I thought you were about the music, man. And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I posted a clip of uh, them lighting the American flag on fire upside down during their Woodstock 95 set. And I'm just like, I don't see how this could be any more obvious. <laughs> like, Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's like a bummer that those guys are like... Uh, like too rich and old to like really be that uh <laughs> that good politically like they're they're generally you already made a rage against the machine what do you want well well yeah it's just funny i, I mean it's it's fine it's like like it, it's not weird that the that like they say stuff that makes me cringe every once in a while it's just it, it is interesting to watch that evolution with those guys like the the bad religion guy is basically like a West Wing lib at this point or oh, something. Like it's so it's weird. It's so weird when that happens when people are like, "I'm just saying that extremism on both sides is bad." And I'm yeah. like, "Uh, all right, bro." <laughs> like, yeah, I wrote this punk rock song about how everyone should calm down. Things aren't that bad. <laughs> Edgy. There's a bad religion in Washington, and it's called partisanship. <laughs> And that's what this album's all it's about. about. Why won't AOC return my calls? <laughs> this is the part where I would parody one of their songs if I could name a single one. You know, one Jeremy's of their songs. in his room right now, like <laughs> tensing his fists at the riffs he would have gotten in. But you know what? You chose fatherhood over oh, your real yeah. baby bowling out super. <laughs> All the all the bad religion fans uh, punching the wall right now. But yesterday, my friend Dash and I were talking about the political affiliations of platform game characters. And Katie, you pointed out that someone had already done a YouTube video of the Mario yeah, Kart like a characters. Years ago. But like the, art house mm -hmm. politics. But like going uh, like 
the only one of those that I was really confident about was I am positive that Crash Bandicoot is like one of those guys who votes for like a Democrat for president, but a Republican down Republicans down ticket because they're like a, they're like a bipartisan. He's like a bipartisan guy. I th- I really think that he's one of those guys where it's like we need a strong opposition party. Just the people who have very stupid but thoroughly developed political opinions. So you think Crash Bandicoot is from Massachusetts, you're saying? Yes. We love doing that in I Massachusetts. I just can't imagine Crash Bandicoot voting. Mm-hmm. I ah! feel like he just tells every... He puts on the mask to vote so that it doesn't... I feel like doesn't... he just, he just <laughs> he has doesn't see anybody else's ballot. he puts on his shirt. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I could also see him being a guy who talks about who posts about Bernie a lot, but then doesn't bother to vote. Yeah. But you know what? I you have strong crash. He doesn't wear a crash shirt. Bandicoot convictions, and I applaud you for that. Even if we're on different sides of the aisle. Thank you. That's really what this country thank is you, all Katie. about. I'm, I'm rebranding. <laughs> Katie, I'm thank re-branding you. I'm rebranding as just a sensible call to decency. 2021. <laughs> I'm just. I'm that is exactly what we need about right now. Facts here, people, and science. Okay, scientifically, I am very hot. So give me your money. The end. Oh, important detail update this week. Katie has dyed her short hair, and now she looks like um, Chester Bennington. In this light, this this dye is UV reactive. So you turn on your blackhead, I'd be just shining like a diamond uh yeah you know Ooh. i don't mind being chester benningfield he's much i relate i i relate to him Did I, say- I, don't, I don't mind mr I, I don't mind being chorton johnson you know <laughs> philip bilgewater yeah. i could be him i'm the front of lump yeah, um, I, I started talking about this before we started recording, and you said, "Wait, and, uh, now and, and now I have, and now I'm gonna talk about it." The so like the, apparently there's like a thing in QAnon where they really like Lincoln Park, and like part of the part of uh, we like, all love it. Like if, don't we, folks? like if you've watched uh, videos from rallies, like for some reason they keep using like in the end as like a, a themes, like a montage song at the beginning of Donald Trump and rallies and stuff. It all as people like protesting like, in front of a pizza place. <laughs> like, yeah, the Republican National Convention set to faint. But uh, I, I think I'm, I think I've got this right. <laughs> Chester Bennington in Q lore is secretly John Podesta's son. Uh, and, and they, like, and they assassinated him and made it look like a suicide because he was about to, uh, blow the lid off of everything. Is he John Podesta's son because he has sexual trauma? Is that part of it? Maybe someone decided they look like each other. I have no idea. Cure is wild to me because it's so easily debunked. Like, it's, (laughs) it's not like certain things, like... I can see why someone would like buy into chemtrails or something like that. Sure. But like, but being like Chester is someone else's son when people are like, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just look at, just Google that. I, mean, <laughs> I like, I grew up with him or like whatever. You know, it's there are just like, there are so many moving parts and like they're all so specific. Like the whole. <laughs> The thing about, like, they think that JFK Jr. is Q is, like, secretly behind... And it's like, I have have read enough about QAnon 
to uh, know that that like they think that JFK Jr. is like secret is like working behind the scenes to bring down this cabal. But I have no idea how they landed on that. I am not doing enough research to find that what? out. Okay, so what Did- I don't get is the whole crux of of QAnon, right, is they're trying to like take down this like international conspiracy pedophile ring, but then they're That's right, Katie. But they're not upset about ICE. I don't get it. <laughs> like, I just, no. Well, because that's that's small potatoes. But like they lost like millions of children, like this year. Yeah, it's not year, like a but... co. It's a first draft, is what it yeah. is, and we're gonna work on it as we go. Okay. Did you see? This is fun. Right after the election, there was a liberal spinoff of QAnon of people posting pictures of JFK Jr. next to Joe Biden. And saying he lived, he's the president now. He's Joe oh, Biden. Oh man, that would be that would be the greatest if Democrats started actively courting QAnon. <laughs> like, I mean, Joe Biden's like, listen, I, I've been, I've seen the rituals, I've seen the babies, I got them, I got them out of there. I'm no, I'm the one white the, boy who did it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, at this point, no I'm, one else could do it. I did it. I got it done. At this they pull point. on my leg here. I said, get on my lap. We're getting out of here. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the worst move they made. <laughs> I, we all embrace this. We all want this to happen. At this point, fuck it. Who cares? I'm in hell either way. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like it does. It does sort of feel like they would do that before they were like, "Healthcare should is a human right," you know. And we mean it this time. Yeah, you don't have to do anything if you just are like. By the way, I'm also crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Vote for me. (laughs) We're all Looney Tunes up here. We're all mad here. (laughs) We sail tonight for Singapore. We're all as mad as maybe if we could like somehow disseminate the idea that universal health care would bring down the cabal. <laughs> like, you know, like. That's true. It's just it's hard to control a narrative once it's already spinning uh, like that. There's so many influencers involved. <laughs> you know, I was thinking based on what David said is how much more um level headed nine eleven conspiracy was than this. Which is oh yeah, for sure. A lot. <laughs> Like, you'll never know if the government knew that attack was coming or if they set it up, but you know that JFK Jr. is not that guy they keep taking pictures of. (laughs) I just can't get over that, like... Q is a Star Trek reference. Like, guys, get it together. Is that is that really what they Q took it from? Q is a trickster I thought it was James Bond. Yeah, I know. Fucking... I mean, I know. I know the character. I didn't know that that was like, I'm like the. Pretty sure that's the reference. I mean, that's cool. That makes me like him more. <laughs> yeah, get into it. David. This is a good show. <laughs> yeah, if they had better oh, references, I think God. we'd we'd all be on board. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they're doing like like uh, and like the 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 Russia stuff is starting to feel similar to me. Uh, it turns yes. like, uh, but the thing that's been making me really happy lately is any time that I see a tweet where someone is blaming something on Russia, I replace Russia with Dracula in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that took four years to come out, but it's, it's, it's uh, so, 
it's gonna carry a lot of weight it, like forward. honestly it works almost every single time <laughs> making me laugh like this division is exactly what dracula wants <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard is a pawn of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Him and his bots. His Dracu bots. Oh man. All right, everybody. You know what the fans want? A recap of Dragon, of Dragon Ball, Ball Z Kai episode 50. Are we ready to go? Shouldn't we do an ad first? Let's do an ad. Okay. Who's doing it this time? David, do you want to do an ad I, for us? I will. I will do it. It's fine. Hello everyone, it's me, Katie Rose Leon, America's sweetheart and star of the show, Ballin' Out Super. Have you ever tried so hard and come so far and found in the end it doesn't even matter? You know I have, and so that's why I've given $5 a month to my good friends at Ballin' Out Super, patreon.com slash pod because crawling in my skin, these uh, G dark Gundam cells, they will not heal. Uh, that's right, we are about to enter the last episodes of G Gundam Behind the Paywall, so now is a better time than ever to join the Patreon. A, you can catch up on all the episodes we've accumulated, and B, if you go to the $7 tier, you get a chance to vote on what next show we do Behind the Paywall, and boy, what an opportunity to make me mad, and I know you'll love to hear it. Uh, fucking Mike Shinoda, peace. Oh, wow. Twist at the end there. <laughs> that was Mike Shinoda the whole time. <laughs> I see him every month when uh, when we go through the subscription uh, tiers and it says the patrons is Mike Shinoda donated $50. And we go, thank you, Mike Shinoda. Every month, $50? Yeah, who knew? Very few people do it, but I guess That's... if they want to be cool like you, they should also give us $50 every Mike month. Mike Shinoda is the rapper in that band, right? I can make that up. Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, he cool. is. Like, He's the guy who cool. says one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. I try so You know, how many hard. collaboration albums do you have with Jay-Z? You tell me. You know what? You tell me how many you've spit on the rock. I mean, that record kind of rules. It's like, I think it's genuinely good. Uh, oh, yeah. I, lo I love the first two Linkin Park records. I, I listen to them all the time, man. metal uh, lobbyist. I love it so much. I make my friends dress up exactly like Chester Bennington. <laughs> yeah, get I on actually, the podcast I just me. did this to, to cheer Alex up because he's my good friend. It's, it's working. Oh, yeah. I oh, love great. it. Yeah. He's been going. I'm getting off of the hey, ledge. Come off that ledge and let's discuss an episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. How I think it's time to get one step closer to talking about this episode. Yeah. And I'm about to break. <laughs> the title of this episode is Full Power Frieza. Shenron, grant our wish. Damn. Fuck this episode. And I'm about to get into why. There's about five Damn. minutes of cool stuff, and then the rest is a phone call. So let's get into it. That, well, the cool stuff was very cool, cool though, Katie. The cool stuff was very cool, but most of it Like, all was time, like the highest cool yeah. stuff they've ever and done. and then the rest was, like, trying to teach my grandfather how to send an email. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I so, I think that I've... I think I've done this show, um... I think you've done your podcast, like, three times over the course of, like... I don't know, like... A, Four years. Like, a few years. <laughs> and... 
every episode that I've seen, like, if they were three episodes in succession, I don't think I would have noticed. <laughs> like, if that, <laughs> like, this could be the episode following the last one I did on your show, like, a year and a half ago. And maybe, maybe it, is. it is. I don't remember what episode that uh, was. No, I'm pretty sure that was an entire different show. series. Like, I think that was an entire different Dragon oh, Ball Z well. show. <laughs> Did you like this one? I, uh, okay, so here's what I like about Dragon Ball Z. You know what I hate about fight scenes in most things? Usually there will be some kind of consistent geography and you will know where the characters are in relation to each other. This... None of that. And I don't need that. That's one of the biggest problems I have with UFC. Yeah. They're always in that one octagon. It's boring. (laughs) I would like them to be in the sky so there are no landmarks nearby. Uh, (laughs) Could be literally anywhere. What about by a pillar of lava? Is that something you enjoy? Maybe if there was just a huge cloud of dust obscuring any sort of landscape Mm. or anything like that. Yeah, we open up, and David makes a good point. Most of the interstitials of this episode is just like lava shooting out of the earth. Like Na- we open up in Namek, it's just fucked. It's like there's an explosion and like mountains crumble and there's water and light and the core is melting down. And uh, Frieza is still buff and floating there. And he's like, there we go. I'm uh, so strong now. That... That character design is so funny to me. It's been a long... Do you long, like Buff Frieza? It's been a long time. Well, does he not always look like that? No. Oh, okay. I was like... I, He's juiced up I was, now. I was like, I do not remember this guy looking this insane. Uh, <laughs> but his weird, like... his. He looks like Jeff Bezos. Like... Yeah. <laughs> but his weird... Is is that like the white the white and purple? Is that his skin or is that like a suit that he skin. wears? He's a s- okay. man. So he has like he he has no apparent genitals, but he does have like a massive bulge. Mm-hmm. And then That's right. And then uh, the penis tail, which I didn't care for very much. <laughs> oh Well the I we we talked about this before. We think that the tail is the penis somehow. Okay. Yeah, there's some sort of like egg sac. Like I don't know how exchange. it changes size a lot. It, it seems like it seems like it's a it's like a a soft organ of some sort. Okay. Well, I really hated looking at this guy. Al, <laughs> well, uh, I hate to tell you that's most of the episode. Frieza. <laughs> Just to remind the 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 crowd yeah. where we are here. Last week, Goku realized <laughs> he could have killed Frieza in an instant. While all of his friends evacuated and decided to wait for him to get more bulgy so that the fight would be better. So we open up as the planet's exploding and Frieza. Oh, and also a key element is Frieza said they had five minutes last episode before the world exploded. Uh, And that was a full 25 minute episode. So just do with that information what you will. Uh, So we open up Frieza is all juiced up and throbbing and he's like i'm so strong are we gonna do this or what or what and then they start fighting and frieza knees goku in the chest and he spits out blood and there's rapid fire punchies and he throws him into a crater and frieza lands on him and there's more rapid punchies and they're zip zapping around and frieza keeps saying shit like too slow (laughs) and 
Everything is pink for some reason. <laughs> I've got your pink. nose. <laughs> and yeah, and he's like, oh, a slippery one or whatever the fuck. And there's dust and they're just going at it. And like, this is objectively cool. It's just like nonstop fighting for like three minutes. And I love straight. the like Miami color palette to it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you're yeah, watching Scarface very, in a brawl. It's like real aesthetic. You know, it's like... Uh, how all the vaporwave kids were trying to look like three years ago. Yeah, I like it a lot. The only thing uh, um, about this that um, I don't know how to feel about it. Sometimes I really like it. Goku is doing a new voice he doesn't normally do. I've I've oh, been on this a lot. Yeah, he's mad as hell, Frieza. You know what it reminds me <laughs> of? Rip your dick off, and your dick is your bulge. You know that one kid in school who's always bullied, and, like, this is the one time where he's like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make people think I'm tough. So he picks up his magic cards, put them in his pocket, and he's like, you guys messed with the wrong guy. I am serious now. And you're like, all right. Whatever, That's right. I saw, I saw you mainlining ramen, like, vacuum cleaner before. Like, who are you fooling? It's lean muscle. That I've, I feel like I've filled this role many times. <laughs> oh, no. Because I'm a big boy. And yeah. so people think they can pick on me for my Dragon Ball podcast. And I'm like, you listen up, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I would not. I'm the only Super Saiyan this world has seen. I'm not. I wouldn't fuck with Alex, honestly. And like any sort of physical. He's a big any, dude. Any sort of physical confrontation. It's like, I, I feel like uh, I feel like he could hurt me for fun. Yeah, that's right. I'm taking your erasers now. <laughs> I'm going to erase my drawings with them because I, we're in this art class together. I'm just looking at the notes that I took about this episode and about that. You took notes, David? Yes, I did. Uh, and uh, because otherwise, like, I, I, otherwise I would have completely forgotten everything that happened. Like, this <laughs> yeah, the episode is over. Fever dreamish. Uh, but I, I just, all I have written about that opening fight is they hug and explode. Yes. And um, they do the hands, the mercy hands. Right. So they, they stand atop a little plateau after everything's pink, and Goku grabs Frieza's little wrists. Uh, and he's like, I gotcha. Gonna give you an Indian burn. And uh, he's like, give it up. And there's like lightning. And then they. You have beautiful wrists, Frieza. Yeah, and they don't break that pose, but then they daintily float up yeah, into the sky. Yeah, they just float into the sky holding each other. <laughs> yeah, it's very romantic if you take it out of context. And uh, To have a know. war spouse is a deep bond. <laughs> yeah, and then they do more shit talking where it's like, that was just a warm up. And he's like, oh, Frieza, I'm so horny to fight you. <laughs> and. Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, I was worried. I did not think you were as strong as you could get, Frieza. I'm Goku on a death mission. I'm surprised uh, that was your warm up, Frieza, because you got me hot. <laughs> so we cut to an interstitial of mountains crumbling, and there's just like a big old hole in Planet Namek, and the Earth opens up, and there's a crevasse and a crack of lava. It's cutting across Planet Namek. She looks fucked up. Let me tell you. It's a weird when Frieza blows up this planet. The like process of it is very strange. Where a beam hits the middle of the Earth, yeah, it yeah. doesn't split in half. No, then something happens for five minutes, and then it completely explodes. Yeah, there's but there by five minutes they actually mean at least an hour and a half. 
Right, but they want you to know in game time. That's five minutes. Yeah, there's a there's a crack that appears to go from like this planet's equivalent of like it's like the equivalent of it going from like uh like Greece to England or something like that. And then uh and then something happens after that. And the the rest of the planet is like fine, it's just different colors for a little bit. Yeah. You know what though? If you've ever been watching a football game that has 5 minutes left, that this is like the same amount of time as that. I but that operates under a different principle, Alex. There's a timekeeper and, and they stop the clock in between plays and stuff like that. And well, that's, that's why what I King don't Kai understand is. football. It's so fucking boring. <laughs> It's like snail's pace. I like uh, it because I get to eat wings. You can eat wings in all sorts of scenarios. I like Alex. having a little, a little celebration. Okay. <laughs> I like, I like when straight people have to watch Janet Jackson. Yeah, guys, what is, what are your, what are your picks for the Super Bowl coming up? Is Janet in it? I don't. Know. I don't know. Th- she was banned for life me. after what happened that one I time. I literally. <laughs> know nothing about football like it just sucks to me i don't like i like that their little costumes like shows their butts real nice but that's like about it yeah well well, katie well who's your guess for who's gonna take the super bowl halftime show this year oh i don't know i think taylor swift or something. they should do shakira again i think it's the weekend i believe that i believe that he's the weekend okay off of his uh uncut gems uh trampoline really I love that that like the whole controversy with the Janet Jackson nipple thing is like the Super Bowl is a wholesome American tradition, and now they're like, let's get this guy who sings about like what a fucking piece of shit dirtbag he is, and how he loves to fuck women on coke with no condom on. Right. <laughs> the Super Bowl. And now my I, hit song, Cocaine Bathroom. I could I could not uh, I could not tell you the name of a single song by him. I I know the song that they've been playing from in the uh, commercials for the Super Bowl because it is one of the load screen songs for NBA 2K21. Is it the one that the like football robot dances to? No, that's the other thing I he like about football. Like, is the football robot. He dances to like <laughs> pirate music. It's like, it, like <laughs> he's unrelated it's almost. Like, I, he's on <laughs> sea shanty TikTok. Uh, if you guys want to do hockey or baseball, I can actually participate. <laughs> These two, I cannot. Anyway, talking about root root for the home team. Lava's shooting up at Goku. That's right, Katie. That's right. <laughs> Grayson says, that's enough fooling around. Time's up. Chicken bite. Root, root for the home team. Root, root for the home team. I'm getting a turnover on downs. <laughs> um, this looks like a so, big fumble recovery for me. So there's a big, like, blast of lava because the planet's shattering and Goku, like, zip zaps away and Frieza can't keep up. You know, when Frieza, Frieza blew up the planet, that was kind of like going for a field goal. Yeah, and- <laughs> <laughs> and then he says to, to Goku, he's like, you're the strongest fighter in the universe besides me, Goku. And I'm like, dude, just take the L. <laughs> like, oh, my God. We get it. You're you're very smooth looking. I feel, so we've been, I feel oh. like I would be, that would be something that I would say in a scenario like that. Like if I was just like a really good, if I was like the heavyweight champion of boxing, uh, like, like during a fight for the, for where I'm defending my title, I would probably keep saying to the other guy, like, man, you and I were probably the two best, huh? <laughs> like just trying to bond with them. 
Looks like it's just you and me. <laughs> the Bash Brothers. All comes down to this, huh? It's pretty cool that we're here together, huh? <laughs> It's great being at the top. Um, so we've been enjoying this really intense, cool fight, and you're like, this is a great episode. I'm really enjoying myself. Now, smash cut to King Kai. He's uh, on his little planet. He's shitting himself. And uh, he's like, I, I can't. And he's like, <laughs> literally says out loud, why the fuck didn't Goku shoot Frieza when he had a chance? I don't understand. All of a sudden, in his head, he hears literally, ring, ring, King Kai. <laughs> Hello. Hello? <laughs> How'd you get in my head? Is, I I just hello. Are you my granddaughter? <laughs> it's Kame from Earth. You remember me? I was wearing an onion around my belt. <laughs> like it's just really painful. So Kame calls up King Kai so they can have literally for like ten minutes. It's so to, long. It's so I, fucking long. I, I, so, I, I missed a lot of this part because I I'm was. I was putting in my credit card information to pay for sweatpants that I was ordering. Oh, what sweatpants? Oh, like that's the purpose the scene serves oh <laughs> yeah. to give you a break for sweatpants. Like some yeah. some nice uh, Mac Weldon boys. They're, oh, they're, cool, they're, they're nice, pretty good. You know, we're all working from home. Treat yourself to some streetwear, baby. Anyway, I just, I just cashed in some credit card points, so you know. Nice. I used to have a friend who worked at Mac Weldon and. You got all kinds of benefits from that. Yeah, I got the We're same friend. Free His underwear. code still works, baby. It does? Yeah. You know, I ordered some recently, <laughs> and I, I texted him about, about it, and I was like, hey, what's your favorite underwear? And he's like, I don't work there anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to... What's gonna, the good shit? <laughs> I'm going to paraphrase this conversation. So, Kami calls, and he's like, I sent my racist man boy, Mr. Popo, to go get those <laughs> dragon balls. He still looks like that. Yeah, they had every opportunity that just edited him out of this completely, and they refused to. And then We he, can even do the thing that, like, uh, uh, Muslims do with Muhammad, where you like, <laughs> can't like, depict Popo, so you just blur it out. Yeah, so they're like, he's like, I sent Popo to get the dragon balls. We can wish Tien and Yamcha back, but just to reiterate... No Chatsu, he's too dead. I'm sorry, I have to double down on this. How cool would Mr. Popo be if you couldn't look at him directly? (laughs) (laughs) He does all the same stuff, but he's never on screen. (laughs) I would love that. I would love that for him. And then Tien's like, it's okay, Chatsu. I'll stay with you because you're my little buddy for life. And he goes, oh, Tien, I couldn't have you do that. And Yamcha's like, fuck it, I'll stay too. And they both look at him and go, what about Bulma? And he goes, oh, fuck. Oh, I love her. Oh, fuck. My fucking girl. When he when he said that, I wrote down, Bulma these nuts. <laughs> yes, nice. all right. It's good you took notes. <laughs> it's so tips. funny that he literally is going to just stay dead. They bring him back to go get his ex-girlfriend, and then she immediately leaves him for a war criminal. I know. <laughs> Uh, and then King Kai and Kami talk for way too long about how they're going to find a loophole in the Dragon Ball system. Yeah, this, right. So, they talk about Trump for a while. So they're like, yeah, they're like, okay, so like he doesn't work for the company anymore, but you could still use his code and you get money off. Um, so yeah, King Kai, and they're like, basically, what they agree on is if 
They collect all the Earth Dragon Balls and wish back that everyone who's ever been killed by the Frieza Force comes back. Logically, that also counts Planet Namics. All the Numekians will come back. So same with Elder Numekian. So then the Numekian balls will show up, and so they can use those to wish everyone off planet Numamic onto Earth within like the two minutes before the planet explodes. Am I to understand what that? That's what they discussed. I get. I guess they, <laughs> they want to get. They want to get the elder. <laughs> The elder Namekian, so they can get a sec. It's all about like multiple. It's wishes. like the um, the shell game where you just keep moving your Dragon Balls around so you can wish for more Dragon okay. Balls. I, I am glad that you guys do not seem to have more insight on what was happening here than I do. No, it was. Well, I can tell you, despite how long it was, I learned nothing, and it just sucked. <laughs> it sucked the fun out of the entire. Rest it was of the so long. I mean, that is like what a smoke break moment was like if i had any online shopping i would have been doing it as well because it's like it could have been just two seconds but then finally after like debate and also king kai seems like exasperated by the conversation the whole time like he hasn't been the one sitting on the planet just like oh fuck the whole time <laughs> yeah and i'm like yo kami doesn't know how to like use zoom but like at least he's doing anything um, the other thing too, I mean, imagine if they just didn't put the scene in the show, and then later afterwards you're like, "Oh, we wished them back at the last second. Yeah, that. That's Don't worry all you about need to it. Do. And also, what's the point of a re-edit of this fucking show if shit like this makes it? They're wasting my goddamn time that I could be looking at my incredibly smooth, bulging Frieza. So anyway, who I it, love. It just ends with the comic being like, "Okay, I will tell Popo to wish." Everyone at Frieza ever killed back. And they're like, great, great conversation. Meanwhile, Bulma is yelling at baby Gohan, who I always have to remind you guys is canonically five years old in this scene. And she's like, Wow, he's precocious. Yeah, she's like, oh my God, Gohan, I'm having such a hard time on Planet Namek. A green man tried to talk to me in some language that I learned overnight and uh, no one will flirt with me. She and said Gohan. she was she said she was chased by a dinosaur, turned into a frog, and almost crushed by giant rocks. And then Gohan's like, after, you know, witnessing a genocide and seeing his friends murdered in front of his eyes, he goes, It's been horrible for everyone, Bulma. <laughs> Very even keeled of him. <laughs> and then she doubles down, she's like, It's been harder for me. Yeah. They fight. Well, <laughs> yeah. The frog thing, the dinosaur thing, yeah, that's fucked up. That shouldn't happen to anybody. But almost crushed by no giant rocks. No one should be rocks. turned into a frog. That happens to all of us every day. Well, especially when Planet Namek's exploding and you're just trying to find your spaceship. Mm -hmm. Hey, have you ever walked over a manhole? Congratulations, you almost fell to your death. <laughs> oh, that's what happens in Seoul. Does that happen in Seoul? <laughs> he falls in a manhole. Are you giving me Seoul spoilers yeah. right now? Damn, we're gonna have to put a spoiler alert on. Why would it. they put that in the movie? It's extremely dark. Um, well, it's like in the first fifteen minutes. I'm not gonna spoil the rest of it for you because I just got yelled at and I don't like it when that. I can't happens. believe you fucking told me that. I'm not watching Soul ever now. That's, fine. That's good. No it's, matter what I read on Letterboxd. Look at, smoke some weed, chill, have a, have a good time, enjoy it, think about your career. <laughs> 
You're not my weed dad. Oh, I was. <laughs> this is a tangent. I was talking to Max Ogle uh, over the weekend about what we like to do when we smoke weed, and he's like, first thing I do is just think about all my mistakes and get really mad." <laughs> that's not what you should do. I smoke weed for the opposite. I think that's reason. a very common thing comedians do. Yeah, uh, I'm like, I I have those thoughts, and then I get really high to make them shut up. I'm like, oh, now my head's just sweet and empty, and I can just enjoy this horny anime about stepsisters that kiss yeah. each other or whatever it's a, i mean <laughs> like, yeah, it's a mixed bag for me like i will do it i will like smoke weed and then just be like man i'm really enjoying my morning jacket right now but other times it's just like <laughs> sometimes i'll just like slide into a hole of self-recrimination where i'm just mm-hmm. like you are a plague on this planet Y'all yeah it's a great it self-flagellation right. uh drug. i have never ex- <laughs> i never had that with weed. the only time actually i've had bad experiences though is that when i've eaten an edible and then gone to a wrestling event i thought that I was in danger. <laughs> I thought yeah, I, that could... I ate part of a brownie and I went to a Ring of Honor show and I'm like, there's so many men here. They <laughs> are going to hurt me. So I that's the only time I had like a really bad <laughs> Was that the one that I was at at Hammerstein Ballroom? I think so. Me me and uh Eric were way too high and we're like yeah. Oh, well, there were men there, and they were going to hurt yeah. you. So that was like, you there's so many straight people. That show kind of sucked, but for different reasons. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just Ring of Honor. They're just not good. Yeah, that's the thing is, like, when I sobered up, I was like, well, I overreacted. I was fine. But I also was surrounded by people just, like, screaming racial slurs and weird things about women. So I wasn't, yeah. like, totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, hey. They find a spaceship and they go inside and uh, Bulma's like, oh, it's dark in here. There must be a malfunction. So she starts, she sees dead Piccolo and she goes, is that Piccolo or am I dreaming? And then Gohan goes for the second dunk and he just goes, yes, it is. And um, she tries to convince him to dump Piccolo's body and she's like this is his native lands this is what I want and Gohan's like damn bitch can you stop being racist for two seconds she's such an asshole well, she's gonna abandon him on an exploding well, planet and she says uh I just hope he doesn't wake up while we're in space and it's already been established he's on their side and it's like you're she's just being so racist and she also says about the spaceship, like, it's gross in here. So her problem she has with this bleeding, <laughs> half-dead Piccolo is that he's going to, like, slime up the so, place. So, uh, it's at this point we cut back. Frieza goes, my estimation, the planet has two more minutes. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. If you're keeping score at home. And he goes, I see you're buying time for your boy to escape, but don't worry, after I beat you, I'm going to genocide them. And then Goku says a very un-Goku thing where he's like, after all you've done, you don't deserve to live. And I'm like, I really wish someone recorded you saying that, Goku, so they can play it back to you later, the multiple times you bring Frieza back from the dead, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goku's on his, like, Liam Neeson racist vigilante mode now. He's saying a lot of things the media is going to remind him he said later, and he's going to be like, I was in a dark place back then. <laughs> so the planet's really... <laughs> Namek was exploding. Yeah, Namek's like, there's a big lava crack happening... And Freeze is so mad. He's like, 
No one talks to Frieza like that and walks away. You got a big sexy mouth and it's high time I close it for you. And that's, uh, then they, they fight a lot. They kick. Why don't you put my tail in your <laughs> mouth, you monkey? Yeah, there's a kicking and there's a pink beam and then a backwards headbutt and a spin kick and he throws Frieza into crazy. a hole and there's a beam. Honestly, we're doing a disservice you not yeah, watching it and us telling you about it. just watch it because this fight's cool. He air stomps Frieza with his two feet like he was curb stomping him in the, in the sky. Uh, and he falls and then he... The sky stomp. Goku gears up for a Kamehameha. But, uh, oh, Frieza zips up behind him. And, uh, you know... This was this was my favorite part. Yeah, this was cool. They're just wailing. This is when he, like, when he caught his punch with his arm like that? Mm. They also do, like, a full 30-second split-up just close shot of Goku's fingers. <laughs> when he's getting the Kamehameha ready, and it's like, is he gonna yeah. do it? Is he about to pull that thing out? So... <laughs> We cut back to the spaceship. They're trying to take off. And Bulma's like, if we don't take off now, we're not going to make it, which is real. And then Gohan suddenly decides he's five years old again. And he's like, my dad. And Bulma's like, we're sinking into the earth. And he's like, please, wait for my dad. And I'm like, your dad's in the ship, mm-hmm. bitch. Piccolo raise you, okay? Let's go. Meanwhile, Kame's like, don't give up, Piccolo. And then we cut to Mr. Popo. I really thought we were going to get away without showing him, but there he is in all his Popo glory. It's real bad. Look at him. And, uh, he refuses to delete his old tweets. He summons Shenron. And, uh, you know, while he's doing that, Frieza yells a very long time, and Goku charges the beam. So Shenron is called to Earth. And he's like, what is it you wish? And then Popo's like, hey, can people on a faraway planet come back if I wish for it? Shenron replies, I don't know. I don't know, he says. says, The eternal dragon. Says, I don't know. And then Mr. Popo replies, I was hoping for a definite yes. (laughs) Don't you work there? Well, you know, these things, you have to try them. <laughs> the Wishmaster would know. Yeah, he's just like, Shadow's like, oh, I mean, we don't, it's not explicit in the employee handbook, but, it, you know, it's one look, of those gray areas. Look, man, I'm fucking high. <laughs> Is that what you want here? So, Mr. Popo is trying to talk to the manager's style his way into wishing everyone back to life. Goku's screaming, see you in hell's reason, charging up his beam. And that's when the announcer comes on and goes, oh, fuck, there's a lot going on here. Uh, See you next week. And that's the end of the episode. Can these two mighty titans settle their bout before the planet explodes? That's what he says. One minute, 54 seconds left. Yeah, so big episode. It was a big episode. Big beams, big episode. Shall we rate, review, and do an email? Yes. Um, Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up the email ahead of time. All right, I will go first and do my review. Here's my review. This was a very good episode. It had some of the best fighting in all of Dragon Ball Z, but it also was uh, pinned to the ground by a bullshit phone conversation (laughs) sequence that was one-third of the running time. So I'm going to give it 
even in spite of that, six out of seven. I think if you wa- if you like Dragon Ball Z, you should probably watch this episode. David. David. Um. Yeah, I got uh, like I was like I was really trying and paying close attention for about the first ten minutes of it, and then I kind of started to drift because uh, it seemed like kind of a lot of the same thing for a while, and then that phone call happened and I was completely lost. And then um, the ending was kind of cool, I guess. Uh, I'll give it four out of seven. We need a number. It's four out of seven. Four out of seven for David. He loves the show. <laughs> Katie, round it all out. Um, I would say I agree with you, Alex. Um, it was the fighting was so good, but then they ruined it with like a 15 minute phone call. So I just can't give it a full seven, but it's still a really good episode. So I'm going to give it six out of seven for because everything else was sick. All right. But yeah, that's we've been on the mad. same wavelength for the last like month or so. You and I. I feel like what you and I have finally like done our psychic mind meld. It turns out Jeremy was jamming our systems. Our fusion dance. Ooh. Yeah, he was always m- messing up our fingers for, to yeah, complete the fusion he would dance. Always do, he would take that katana, use the, um, the kendo stick, slice it right between us. He slice it, and then we'd end up being the fat Katie Alex, because we did it wrong. Ah, fuck. Oh, no. Fuck shit! All right, let's do this email. It's time for Dragon Give me some of that Dragon Uh, this week's email is from Dan Fogarty, and it is a musical submission. The email title is It's a Gundam World Demo Track. Woo! I love it when people send us songs. Right. We're we're mostly a, a musical content aggregator. That's what the purpose <laughs> of this podcast is. And we love being sent more of that sweet juice. It says, and I'm quote here, congrats on completing G Gundam. This week is our last episode of G Gundam. Alex, your ad-libbed Gundam World song was relatively in pitch and tempo. Oh, in pitch and tempo. I don't. I still don't think that makes any sense. So I threw some music over it and detached the results. I still have no clue what the fuck you're saying. The line right after, it's a Gundam World and you gotta fight. <laughs> Something about Reddit, former NBA player JJ Reddick. No idea. <laughs> Looking forward to what you all do on the next Patreon, Squeeze Squeeze Dance. So we're going to put that song in here. We appreciate your commitment to artistry. And if you guys want to hear the behind the paywall is very musical, not because we're vamping for time and are loopy by the time we get to that second episode and also a little bit drunk. It's because we're creatives. We're young creatives. We're artists. 
and we bleed David's art. David's gonna perform a whole musical when we get back there today, so you should you should tune in. You're not gonna be happy about which musical. <laughs> well, you know what time it's... it is. Thank you, David Fogarty. Dan Fogarty. I'm getting all fucked up now. Plug a plug a choo choo. David, tell the people where to find you. So you can follow me on Twitter and see all of my tweets. They're all on Twitter at David or at uh, what am I doing? If I, I'm, I'm at Twitey on Twitter, T-V-E-I-T-E. Um, if you want to email me, you can send me an email at I am a regular dude at gmail.com. <laughs> Uh, if, uh, I have, uh, another podcast called David Hates David, you can follow us on Twitter at David H Hates David. Um, we haven't done a new one in a little bit because David Citrick has been very busy, uh, which is another thing that puts me ahead of him in the David stats, I think. Not very busy. Yeah, your commitment um, to content. Exactly. Uh, and then uh, I am starting a new project, which I am announcing for the first time here on Ballin' Out Super. And I haven't discussed this with my co-host, so I hope it's okay. Uh, my friend James Hamilton and I are starting a new podcast called Quarantine Good, and we've got a couple good episodes in the can that will be coming out soon. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Alex Patak. Definitely check that out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes, P-T-A-K Jokes. I put all of my various contents on there so you can listen and click around. And my other plug today I'd like to give to the Dr. Reverend Martin Luther King <laughs> Jr. His works, his message, his life. Let us continue his, his story forward in a world of love. Oh, back to you, Katie. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose, on Instagram at Oh Hello Katie Rose. If you scroll through my group pictures, I usually hide a thirst trap in there. Uh, please listen to and watch Last Words on the Pit for everything metal news and discussion. So I may keep my job. That's been us. Uh, if you want to send us, us an email, Email us at ballinoutsuper at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. More I, songs. More songs, more questions. We love to see it. All right, I think we're done. Uh, see you next time on Ballin' Out Super! Super.